You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host, a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagosi Fawole. Well, hello there. I'm super excited to be starting out this Short-Term Revolution podcast. Now, listen, here's a little secret between me and you right now. This has been on my mind in some way or the other for quite a while, but I think the time just got right. And I'm super glad that you have tuned in to what is going to be an amazing, amazing experience. Now, if we have not met yet, my name is Chia Gauzier Fawale. I'm a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor. And I just love, 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 love to chat real estate. And recently, short-term rentals came on my radar. And let me tell you, <laughs> it has completely, completely transformed my year in more ways than I can describe. And I'm on a mission now to let other physicians, other high earners also get to experience what we have experienced and really come to appreciate what's happening in the short-term rental world. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my gosh, short-term rentals, uh, I'm new to real estate. I don't know anything about real estate investing or, oh my goodness, short-term rentals, isn't it? Like, and then insert what, you know, myth or thing out there that's, you know, like floating in the internet spaces. <laughs> Just hold on, calm yourself down, because over the next couple of weeks and episodes of this amazing podcast, I am going to be hopefully showing you, just showing you what's happening in this space and letting you just take it all in and make a full-on decision if you want to join the revolution as well, because it is happening and it is real. All right, let's talk for a second, okay? A couple of things happened in the past year, year and a half that have caused domestic travel to just skyrocket, okay? So COVID was the biggest. When it came on last year, it hit us like a ton of bricks. And we were all, you know, cooped up in our little homes, didn't want to go anywhere, didn't get on flights, didn't do anything. But people started discovering that, you know what? What if, even if I can't get on a flight, I could possibly travel to like, somewhere nearby, driving distance. And rather than be in a hotel, I could maybe stay at an Airbnb in a home where it will be just us. We get the nice, calm lakefront experience or we get the nice, calm cabin experience away from everybody else. And now we've had a bit of, we, we found a way to like relax and take stress off without having to necessarily interact with a ton of people, right? But then those people tasted the goodness of Airbnb, the RBO, short-term rentals, and then told their friends. And before we knew it, although Airbnb, for example, took a hit last year with the travel restrictions and all, as soon as things started to kind of hint that they were opening up again, people flooded <laughs> the short-term rental market. So this year alone, there has been quite a significant amount of demand for short-term rentals that even just people just all over the country, people who had never even ventured into, into business, said, to, you know what? what if I could rent out this home that has been costing me so much money as a vacation rental? What if I could turn it into something that actually just gave me a little extra money every month? Oh, wait, what if 
I could now buy a second home in this place and then, you know, turn it into income. Or for the arbitrage folks like I am, what if I could lease someone else's property, turn it into a short-term rental and generate income from it, right? You see what's happening there? Now, (laughs) doctors all over the place have turned to short-term rentals for multiple reasons. These first few reasons that I just gave you are just the tip of the iceberg because for physicians, for physicians, and if you're high and are just, just, just listening to this as well, this is for you as well. People have also realized that there are additional benefits to owning and operating a short-term rental that go beyond even just the vacation piece of it, right? People discovered, number one, higher cash flow. This, of course, being a real estate investor, higher cash flow is like, of course, sign me up, right? But even people who said, okay, the cash flow is high, but I don't want to deal with it. When they heard about the tax benefits, and when I talk about tax benefits, let me kind of segue for a second, okay? So most people know that there are some tax tax advantages for, for investing in real estate. But the huge surprise comes when you bought that first, second, third, fourth rental property, and then you're like, ooh, I'm like basking in all these depreciation losses. And you have all these like paper losses that you really could use to offset your income. But then it's like, wait a minute, no, those are passive losses. They can only offset passive income. And guess what your big W-2 job is? No, no, no. It's not passive income. It is considered non-passive, otherwise active, right? So lots of physicians who invest in real estate have gotten like either frustrated or kind of like, eh, I can't, I have all these losses, but I can't take them against my income. What do I do? Well, there was an option. And the option was that you could get real estate professional status. And as a real estate professional, you could then take those losses and use them to offset your income. You're like, yes, I'm going to be a real estate professional. I'm going to do all this real estate and I'm going to make a ton of money, but then still count it as a loss against my income. Hold up. Then you look up the requirements for real estate professional status. (laughs) When I read those things, I was like, yo, Y'all can keep that thing because I'm not doing that. (laughs) Because you're like, I went into real estate to be a passive investor and to be a real estate professional. I have to participate materially in these rental properties for 750 hours of my year. That is precisely what I do not want to do. (laughs) You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chiagosi Fawole. So that was where a lot of physicians end up just like, you know what? That's not for me. So for that reason, real estate is not for me. For that reason, let's just shelve this whole thing and let's just pour our money into syndications. Come short-term rentals. And then people realize, okay, the rules are a little different. With short-term rentals, there's like extra little loophole. And I'm going to be the first to say, I am not an accountant. So talk to your accountants before you do anything. But even from our recent short-term revolution conference that we just finished, we had Brandon Hall as one of the speakers, and he gave us a nice little breakdown of how you can use short-term rentals to create non-passive losses that can then offset your non-passive or W-2 type income. And the room went wild, okay? Because you can literally buy a piece of property and have enough of depreciation to create losses that can help offset your income. Any, any question why doctors are turning to short-term rentals? <laughs> 
So that was number two point. Number one was higher cash flow. Number two was tax benefits. But I knew I know that a lot of you listening probably heard tax benefits and you're like, wait, what? What is that? I figured, you know what? We'll just break it down for a second. All right. Number three, as a lifestyle boost, right? Where you can, you know, buy a piece of property, use it as a vacation rental. You and your family goes, you know, when when you want to, you know, have a nice relaxed time. But then since these days, unlike previously where you had to like have a property manager and, you know, all of that to like run your quote unquote vacation rental with platforms like Airbnb, VRBO, it's basically put this, put your, you know, short-term rentals into the hands of the masses where anybody can now operate a short-term rental even remotely, even remotely. My own quick story is that, I got started with this a couple of earlier this year, operating short-term rentals all the way down in Dallas from Syracuse, New York. Okay. I still to this day have not seen our short-term rentals. We do ours by arbitrage. So you'll see how that happens down a few episodes from now. But my point is that with the tools and technologies that we have today, you can buy a piece of property for your lifestyle needs, but then monetize is so that you can basically have a property that pays for itself. And when you need a vacation, you just block off those dates. And there you have it. Now you have a piece of property that you can enjoy with your family. And then the fourth reason is that with short-term rentals, the revenue can be high enough that even if you chose not to buy your property, even if you chose to do what we call arbitrage, right? Where you lease a piece of property from a landlord and then turn it into a short-term rental. And if, and if you're listening to this video, I'm probably aren't seeing my hands showing you like the little margins on top, right? <laughs> you can lose a property for, let's say, $1,000, right? And that same property, you um, put on a short-term rental market, and now it pulls in something like, let's say, $2,500. You account for your, your expenses for, for, for managing the place. You're probably all in, maybe $1,300. And now that $1,200 is all yours. That's rental arbitrage. For some of you that are hearing that, you're like, wait, hold up. Let's stop this car. Please do not crash your car because you just heard about arbitrage, right? But I remember when I, when I, when I, when I talked about this on, on one of the recent doctor conferences, everybody was like, oh my goodness. But I was like, yeah. Someone even told me, that sounds too good to be true. I was like, you know, <laughs> if we're too good to be true, I probably won't be telling you, but I am. And it is real. So if you are wondering why everybody's not talking about short-term rentals, I just gave you four good reasons why. Okay. And I hopefully have primed your mind enough to kind of start like thinking, huh, I may need to take a look into this. I may need to learn a little more. Well, guess what? That's why I created an entire podcast to talk about short-term rentals. So welcome to the short-term revolution podcast. We're going to be releasing this at least on a weekly basis for the next couple of episodes. So I hope you hang in there. I hope you tune in, you know, for every new episode. I hope you subscribe and you like it, and then you share it with your friends, because guess what? Friends don't let friends miss out. We'll be having episodes of different styles. Some of them will be, you know, with tips. Some will have interviewed guests. Some will have even just like, you know, things to kind of help you get into the real estate mindset, the investor mindset, the business owner mindset, and most importantly, tips to help you literally put money in your pocket from learning about and implementing when it comes to short-term rentals. So in the meantime, if you'd like to hang out with us on the Savvy Doctors group, you can find our free Facebook group at SavvyDoctors.co. And like I said, leave a review and share with a friend. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode.